0: Of Double P Media, doublepmedia.com. Welcome back to About Five Minutes About, brought to you by Bust and Blockbusters. We are continuing our MCU Phase Two quantity rankings, and we are to film number two. That film, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One. It will probably take me more than five minutes to talk about this, but that's why we call these episodes About Five Minutes About. Guardians of the Galaxy received 29 total quantity points, which are spread out over five categories. I'll explain them as we go. Laugh Out Loud is the first one. The number of times that I laughed out loud equal one point apiece, a total of 12 points here. I still giggle at the dance choreography as Peter is raiding the temple. Chris Pratt is really good at physical comedy. Next, when Drax says to Quill, why would I want to put my finger on Ronan's throat? Because Quill had made that slash throat symbol. Number three, group getting the battery before the group is ready especially when that covering goes flying and they're a little startled by it, but they don't look. By the way, what's up with Rocket and batteries? He's even lifting batteries in Galaxy 2. Number four, the Pina Colada song always makes me laugh. For some reason, it's perfect for the fact that Quill snuck the orb away. Number five, Yondo making gibberish sounds every time the dealer tries to explain something about the high-end buyer community. Number six, when the Infinity Stones are being explained, Quill says, there's a little pee coming out of me right now. Still gets me every time. Number seven, after all the sadness of Drax realizing his anger is just covering up his loss and Groot is telling Rocket that they have to save Quill and Gamora, Rocket kicks the dirt and says, you're making me beat up grass. It was the stupidest joke, but it made me laugh the way it broke up all the tension. Number eight, the argument about the plan. Groot saying 12% is better than 11 and as Quill thanks him, Groot starts eating his own leaves. Number nine, when Rocket agrees and he says, now I'm standing, you all happy now. Bunch of jack bleeps, standing in a circle. I always laugh at that. Number 10, Rocket needs one more thing to make this plan work. That guy's eye. And then tries to justify it by saying, no, it's important. Number 11, Groot's smile, like, yeah, I did good, right? After he impales and thrashes all of Ronan's men around. And finally, little Groot dancing, but then stopping every time Drax looks. The scoring points are worth one point for each instance. And there were three in this particular watch. The score when Quill's mother dies. Very well done emotional music. The second instance, when the doors open at the prison and the Guardians enter the watchtower. I love that version of the Guardians of the Galaxy theme. And the final instance was that light music playing and then building up as uh, Quill is making his speech about giving a crap. And then they all realize that they're probably going to die. And one by one, they come around. There is a category that I call holy bleep which is for anything this time around that made me surprised, usually worth two points apiece. No points were offered this time around. I was not surprised by anything. I've seen it too many times. As opposed to that, the fist pump is also worth two points for each instance, and there were a total of five of these, because some of these I'll fist pump every time, like the music from Redbone, Come and Get Your Love. All this music is stuff that is from my childhood, or or stuff that I inherited as a child thanks to good parenting, and their good friends, and the record collections. Go all the way by the Raspberries is a second instance. I mean, I told you that I was going to fist pump a lot for these tunes. Number three, it might be a little strange to fist pump for Thanos, but I just love his appearance in Guardians. Of course, they really did him up a lot better in Infinity War and Endgame, but he still looks good here. And I've loved Thanos throughout the whole course of this larger story. The fourth fist pump, David Bowie, Moon Age Daydream, as they enter nowhere. And the final, Ain't No Mountain High Enough love that song. I used to play it with a singer here in St. Louis that I absolutely adored. She was an amazing singer, and I that was one of her signature tunes, and I just loved it, so I'm going to fist pump every time I hear that one. It also makes me a little sad because she just recently passed away, so that brings me to the teary moments, the final category. There were two instances this time, each worth two points, so that's a total of four points. Any time a mother dies, I'm probably going to get a little bit teary. I'm going to cry for that kid no matter how many times I see a scene like that. My second teary moment for the other two points was, of course, we are Groot as Dark Aster crashes. That one's always going to get me. Just a couple of quick notes to go through. There's the mention of the Kree Empire in this particular movie. Is it the same Kree Empire that Captain Marvel fights for? Is it a comic book thing that I'm not aware of? One of the things that I always loved about the introduction of Rocket and Groot was Rocket trash-talking kids. I didn't laugh out loud this time, so I didn't get any points, but I still love that. I didn't fist-pump for the tune Hooked on a Feeling, even though I hit fist-pump for a whole bunch of other tunes. I'm not sure why, it just didn't hit me this time. Nonetheless, let's give Dave Jordan his due. He's been the music supervisor for the MCU since the beginning and is still doing a great job through Phase 4, even if he is starting to pass off some of the duties to other talented music supervisors. The location of Nowhere is absolutely fantastic. The Celestial Head. I love that we get more about the Celestials, not only in Galaxy Volume 2, but also, of course, in The Eternals. This movie is when we first hear about Gamora's story about her parents being killed in front of her by Thanos. And we see a version of that in Infinity War. It was good to get that paid off completely. All kinds of Easter eggs in the collector's collection, so to speak, at Nowhere... But there's been so many podcasts about those that have been out for nearly eight years. I'm not going to go through any of that here. I just love them all. Howard the Duck and Cosmo the Space Dog are my two personal favorites, however. There are a couple of times when the film gets pretty dark in this film, but I do like how in Galaxy 2 they explained a possible reason why Quill could survive the whole thing in space in order to save Gamora, him being a son of a Celestial, I guess. Drax surviving, on the other hand, from the pool, that one was a little bit of a tougher sell for me. One final question, was Ronan's hammer made by the same dwarves that we saw in Infinity War that made Thor's hammer and Thanos' gauntlet and Thor's stormbreaker? So with a total of 29 quantity points, that's my number two ranked MCU phase two film Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Don't forget, you can always tweet to the podcast by tweeting at Bust Blockbuster on Twitter, or you can find our company, Double P Media, by tweeting to at the word double, the letters P-H-Q. And even though I won't put a video together for the phase two stuff until after I've completed them all in these about five minutes about, go ahead and subscribe to Double P Media's YouTube so that you can be sure to get the full video later at youtube.com slash C slash the word double, the letter P, the word media.